What's going on, everybody? This is Christian Gujanov with another episode of Peak Performance Principles. Thank you so much for being here. Today, we're going to be talking about being better together. And one of the reasons that this topic has been on my mind is obviously with how difficult times have been with the quarantine and having transitioning to working from home. It's been incredible to see how resilient people are and how adaptable and creative they are. Um, with a job like mine where uh, we work a lot, we travel a lot, and we do trainings and workshops in front of people, it's been incredibly amazing to see how resilient people are uh, with a lot of our jobs being adjusted and having to do different things in a different way. It's been cool to see how resilient and how adaptable and creative people can be. A couple of days ago, I was researching um, more about resiliency and just thinking about the idea of not being able to kind of being stuck and not be really being able to go anywhere. Um, I kind of found a a black hole of research. Uh, every now and then, I'll just kind of go on these like crazy tangents of research. And I was researching a little bit about teamwork and being together. And the there was an article um, on TED, uh, all the TED talks about. Um, geese and how they fly in migration and, and how they form. And there was a part in there that talked about just, just animals, there's birds in general, about the strategy that they use when they fly and when they migrate to different places. There was one in particular that was pretty crazy. It's called an Arctic tern. I've never heard of this bird before, but it flies in one year. It can fly between 44,000 miles and 56,000 miles in a year and when it migrates it goes from Iceland and Greenland all the way down to Antarctica and it's just this incredible it's a tiny bird it's like 11 inches long but it works with other birds to be able to fly and fly that those long distances and as a team these birds fly and, and you you can obviously see you, you see them all the time during during the season uh, when they fly south you can see all these birds in this V formation and it's been interesting to learn a little bit more about this, just reading up a little bit more about it. Uh, there's an article on uh, the ideas.ted.com that was really interesting. I wanted to share a couple of snippets with you. Uh, this, this, whole, this whole V formation, it's called drafting, which I'm sure you've heard of if you follow racing or in anything like that. You've heard of drafting where someone will stay behind someone to be able to improve the aerodynamics and things like that. So in this article, it talks about drafting allows followers to benefit from aerodynamic wash-up, not only avoiding headwinds, but actually gaining lift from the birds in front. On one hand, it's about flying in just the right place, but it's also about stroking your wings at just the right time. If you were up there right next to the birds, you'd see that it's a beautifully refined technique, perfectly tuned. So much so that researchers estimate drafting allows geese and other birds to fly about 70% farther than they could if they were traveling on their own. I'm going to repeat that 70% further than they could if they were traveling alone. Each goose will take a lead slot for about the same amount of time and then will spend the rest of its journey drafting behind other birds, rotating from the head to the back and then moving up again, bird by bird by bird. This avian dance is accomplished in part through a steady stream of communication, that throaty honking you hear which includes routine check-ins between the leaders and those in the back of the flock to keep track of how everyone is doing. It goes on to talk about how this, this idea of drafting, and, and I mean, as, as you can hear, 70% further than they could if they were traveling on their own is just incredible. 
I think a lot of times we think we can do things on our own or we deserve to do things on our own or we don't want to bother other people with the things that we want to accomplish. But we can get a lot farther when we're together, when we're working together. If you feel like you can do something on your own, you can probably do 70% more if you involve other people. I think that, that, that is a fascinating and, and a very interesting study that I would challenge you to, to try. Think about things that you're doing right now. Think about things that you do that you prefer to do them on your own for whatever reason. And maybe see if you can involve other people. See if maybe this idea of drafting or this idea of taking the lead at times, just, just like it said in, the, in this article where each goose will take a lead for a certain amount of time. And then they'll go back and they'll let someone else take the lead. They'll let someone else help and they'll draft and recover and recoup and be able to conserve their energy. Um, the, the, this whole idea of drafting, um, you obviously see it in, in, in planes as well. In World War II, military pilots were mimicking the, this pattern as well as when it started this aerodynamic wash-up. They, they would save, they would gain lift, they would reduce headwind, it would minimize energy. Um, it would also keep vi- this visual contact, they would be able to keep visual contact with others in case there was trouble. Uh, this article talks about how this behavior, this, this formation, this drafting technique is how not only do these geese save energy and get get to where they're going further, but they also build the community and they build this this trust in each other. And I think it's something that would be helpful for us to consider, especially during these times where we are alone a lot more, where we are doing things a lot, a lot more on our own. Um, Honestly, not, 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 maybe not by our choice, but just by the circumstances where we're on our own a lot more. I think it's important to be able to consider that we are better together and that we can do more together and finding ways to involve other people in our lives and in our projects and in our goals is only going to help us go further. There's a book called Rising Strong by Brene Brown, and she shares a really cool technique I wanted to share with you guys. It's called a square squad. So she shares this idea, and the process of this is pretty simple. What you do is you think about people that push you further or that make you be better. You think about people who, are, who have helped you be better. These are people that care about you, that are willing to give you feedback, and not just any kind of feedback, but honest feedback. These are people that, that value you, that, that care about your opinion, that want you to succeed, and that care for your for your future and, and, and want to be there for you. Then what you do is you take a one inch by one inch piece of paper and on that piece of paper, you write those people's names. Now, there, now there's, this paper is very small and obviously if you have smaller handwriting, you'll probably be able to fit more people. But uh, the purpose of this is to be able to keep it small um, so that you don't write you know, dozens and dozens of people, uh, that you keep it small so that you can include just the people that, that really fit this, this list. And on this one inch by one inch piece of paper, you you write those people you write those people's names down, and this becomes your square squad. Um, when I did this, I could fit about six people, and these are the people that you care the most about that that, that care the most about you as well. Uh, these are people that will be be there for you and, and provide you feedback. Uh, this square squad idea is a, a really really cool way to be able to be able to provide and and share your goals. And help you be better. These are some of the people that are in your flock. These are the people that are flying with you, that are going in the same direction as you, and want the and want similar things for you. And sometimes you need to let one of them take the lead and let and let and do some drafting, and uh, 
be able to rest a little bit and allow them to help you. And it's difficult to do that. But if you want to get to where you want to go and you want to be able to achieve the things that you want to achieve, it's incredibly important to understand that you're going to get 70% further if you, if you incorporate others and if you allow them to be able to be a part of your squad, part of your square squad, part of your flock. So today I want to challenge you to, to find some of those people and to reach out to some of those people. Uh, when you're listening to this, I'm sure there's some names or some people that are floating around in your mind of people that would that kind of fit this definition and would fit in this square squad. Reach out to those people. See how they're doing. Tell them about some things that you're working on or maybe some things you guys could work on together. I want to challenge you to add these people to your square squad. Understand that you're gonna if you involve these people in your life and in the goals and in the things that you want to achieve, you'll get 70% further than you probably ever thought you would. Uh, thank you for listening. I hope this was helpful. And, and just know that we are much, much stronger when we're together. Thanks again for being here. Have fun and enjoy this time. See ya.